Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss five questions in about 15 minutes, and I'm excited to welcome our guest today. This is Charles Givry. He is the CEO and co-founder of Data Distillery out of Washington, D.C. So, Charles, thank you so much for taking time to join me today. What would you like the audience to know about Data Distillery? Um, thank you, Sean. Um, thank you for inviting me. Um, I think so. We're uh, a VC-backed startup. Um, we've been around now for two years. And basically what our tool does is it really can help you get value out of your data a lot more quickly. And we do this by using a combination of the newest generative AI and also the, the platform that we built, which essentially makes it so that you can ask virtually any data a question and get an answer back. Wow, that's pretty impressive. That's, that's a hot topic these days is AI and artificial intelligence. So. Well done. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get started with our questions then. Charles, the first question, as you've been building your business, is there a challenge that you've overcome that you're especially proud of? I think, um, so the first, we, we actually, let me answer this by saying that our original intent was actually not, we, we were not originally using the, the generative AI in our product. And one of the things that I'm particularly proud of is when we, deci we decided to make that, that jump, when we got it to work and when we started showing it to people and just showing it, seeing how the, the reactions on people's faces when they could put an Excel spreadsheet in our tool and just ask it like, what were my sales numbers for this quarter? And it will just do it. Or how many customers do I have here? Or those kinds of questions. When when we started seeing that, it really was, it's really neat to see that. And then when I give that to customers, so I do a lot of the customer success type work and interacting with the customers and seeing how they actually, you know, use it and enjoy it. That that to me is the thing I think I'm most proud of. That's got to be a really thrilling experience to watch a customer get excited about your product. It <laughs> is. It's it's really neat. It's it, that part I think is really is, is really it's a great feeling when you see someone like actually using that which you've you know built. You're yeah. like, wow, that, that really does work. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it gives a little charge to the system there. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. All right. Question number two, Charles. How can leaders help to cultivate uh, creativity in their teams and in their company? I think so. At Data Distiller, we've always kind of had a very collaborative work culture and one where we do make, you know, technical decisions and design decisions a bit as a group. And I think the, I think I think the key is, first off, fostering that environment, that collaborative environment, but then also doing away with kind of like the, the like have, not having a rigid hierarchy. Now, at the end of the day, I'm CEO, so I do get to make an, a call, you know, on some of these things. But but like having that, get, giving people the 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 space and the comfort to know, like, hey, everyone's voice is valued. Whether you're, you know, the intern or the most senior engineer, you know, speak up. Your your opinion will be heard and will be listened to. I think that's what fosters creativity because it lets everyone know that yeah, it matters what I what I have to say, and that it just encourages more and more of that. Um, I started my career at the CIA, and when I was there that was very much a part of their culture. Like you could be the most junior analyst and having worked there for a few months and writing documents for the president. So it's it's not like it's, um, I took that, that's something I took very much to heart. And that's something we try to do at Data Distiller. Oh, I love that. I love what you said about giving everyone an opportunity to share their opinion and that everyone's opinion is valued. I agree completely. I think that's such a valuable tool to uh, allow people 
to just express ideas. And you're right, that will foster the creativity. I love that. That's awesome. Question I think number- it's something that has to be set from example also. It's not yeah. so, you know, and, and sometimes it, it can be a little tricky. Maybe you have somebody who's a little more shy or reserved on your team. And so like one of the things that I try to do is I try to, you know, in meetings, take mental notes of, you know, maybe people who haven't said anything and just ask them, like, do you have, you know, anything you, do you have any thoughts on the matter or anything you want to add or, and you kind of do have to feel it out. Like maybe people aren't comfortable expressing that in groups, but, but basically as, as something that I really try to foster and just encourage everybody to, uh, you know, to, to participate in. And for the most part, I think we've, we've been pretty successful at that. I love that, Charles. I love that you added the fact that you will, you know, within reason, you'll specifically call on people because you're right. Some people have ideas, but for whatever reason, they're just not as comfortable opening up and sharing them in a group setting. I love that. I love how you will notice that and pay attention to, to what who is participating, who's not participating, and making sure that they feel included as well. Oh, well, I, I, there's a part of me that wants to stop what I'm doing and just come work with you because that sounds like a great environment. <laughs> so well done. We try. We try. You Obviously, you succeed. So that's great. Well, question number three, how can leaders help to build trust between the employees or the coworkers or the colleagues, whatever it may be? I think um, it, it's it's also a very good question. Something that I I I take very seriously. Um, I think the biggest thing is is being you know being transparent with with you know employees and teammates and um, and really kind of like when you if if you're you know open and upfront with on you know and honest with them about you know things that are happening in the company and so forth. I think that that is kind of reciprocated. And so when you when you as the leader um, set that example it also it kind of goes downstream and so it's in and also just fostering that culture of respect among peers you know like people can have pretty healthy disagreements with things but at the end of the day it's like okay we trust each other we walk away from it and you know maybe they're you know they're upset but at the end of the day it's like okay they understand like why something happened and and so on so i think as a leader what i try to do is foster good communication amongst the team and and you know, just really encourage everybody to kind of do the same. And and then our team—they've been working together now for a long time. They do know and trust each other. But so I, I don't know if I have a specific answer, but those are the things I try to do. Well, I I like that, and I really respect the fact, Charles, that you are really anxious because you mentioned it twice now to demonstrate it, to show it, to set that example. And it's one thing for a leader to tell it to the team. It's another thing when they demonstrate it and show it and follow through on on their own advice. So. I respect that. And I think that that's a great way to to lead the team is to just demonstrate it and say, hey, I trust you, you trust me, trust each other and to do that. So I love that. I think that's great. All right. Question number four, share an example of something that uh, may have happened in your either your personal life or your professional life that initially was uh, kind of a maybe perceived as a failure, but you turned it into a win. Um, hmm. I think, well, so this was, so, okay, so um, I I authored a book, an O'Reilly book um, about uh, Apache Drill, which is the technology that kind of is the, you know, the foundation for our tool, and um, we'd been working on this book, me and my co-author, for a long time, for a variety of reasons, and it got to the point where our publisher was kind of like, so we had a meeting with them, and they're like, all right, look, guys, we're done, <laughs> and, it wasn't this wasn't entirely our fault this was like there was a lot of other stuff that happened we kind of were like brought in as anyway um there were, there were a lot a lot of moving pieces to that so and we had to do a lot of research so the writing of it was pretty time consuming so anyway um we got to that point and 
so the, the the publisher was like, no, we're 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 pulling the plug on this. So I I was I I kind of was like, no, I've put way too much time into this. And so I basically pushed back really hard on them. And I was like, look, we're gonna here's the deal. Give us 30 days. This will be done. You'll have the final draft on your desk at the end of 30 days. And and they were they agreed to it and we got the book out the door and we got it published and it's it even got translated into Chinese. So um, so I think that was that was something that I'm pretty proud of that we that that I was that I was a part of and that was Absolutely. it was kind of like <laughs> pulling it back from the brink of a, a failure there. <laughs> that is awesome. I love that story because that does happen where people are on a track and things are just kind of moving and maybe it's at the pace they think is appropriate, whatever it is, but something, they're a little bump in the road. And some people just, okay, then that's just the way it is and they move on. But others, and I like how you expressed it, you kind of push back a little bit and you say, hey, let's see if we can find a better solution here. Give us 30 days or whatever it is. That's a great a great story, great example of the tenacity that's necessary sometimes in business sometimes. To, get a, to get a project <laughs> done. Yeah, it's just kind of the way it is. All right, Charles, our last question. Tell us a little bit about your first job. Um, so, okay, I'll, t I'll tell, let's see, it's funny, we were talking about this this weekend, actually, my first, like, like, tech job was my, like, first or second year in college, um, I got a job doing the website for KUAT Public Television and Radio in Arizona, in Tucson, Arizona, and the more, I like, it's really kind of funny when you think about it, because this was the public television and radio station for Southern Arizona, and they hired this tells you the state of, of affairs at the time. They hired, you know, like a 20-year-old kid to build their entire web presence. <laughs> so wow. with near zero experience. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was my first like that uh, was it. Well that's that was awesome though. That's a great opportunity to do something so significant. So well it was fun. Happened? I worked there for probably like I think most of my undergrad. So that was the job during college. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I love it. Charles, thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom, your insights, your experiences. I love it. And thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Um, how can people find you? Um, so if you're interested in, in learning more about Data Distiller, our website, you know, of course, datadistiller.com. Um, you can try the tool for free. Um, I'm on LinkedIn and I have a blog I post it. It's thedatist.com. You can read my musings there. Very good. Thank you. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. We also encourage you to subscribe and follow the podcast, whether you're watching it or listening to it, either way. Again, this is Sean Richards reminding you to have humility to learn and then courage to act on what you learn. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day.